everybody. It's another episode of the DNVR Rapids Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Carroll, a.k.a. Marshall. It is a perfect day in downtown Denver, Colorado. We are in Studio A. The whole gang is here. And that gang, of course, starts with Super Yaya. You mean Ya, Mr. Whopper Ya? <laughs> we have some things to get into Ooh. in segment three. Which He's we will wait for. Bring in pre-show uh, drama in. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into it. Uh, the person who I expected a little more reasonable takes from is Dwayne, but he got fiery with it too. Can't oh. wait for the for the fast food wars in segment three. Downtown <laughs> Dwayne we, draft, we should draft effects <laughs> week. Oh, that would. Oh, well, you didn't you have like the worst draft ever for? He fast literally food? did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, guys. I took straight away. That wasn't I on was a rapid under show, pressure. but it I was didn't pretty prepare, bad. You know, because I'm producing the show. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. It was awful. It was uh, on the Broncos show. <laughs> oh, the people did not pick my pandering. They roasted me. And on the ones and twos, it is super producer Alyssa. <laughs> she will be talking a lot about soccer today. Alyssa will come in with an she knows analysis. Ball, she knows ball. Like, what she can knows we say? footy. She knows ball. Um, all right. Today, we are talking coaching rumors because two names finally landed. We know Chris Little already has been has elevated himself with the results of this team into contention for the job. But then two names jumped in. Two names. <laughs> Let's go Boatway. I'm sorry. Right here. Uh, Jack Wilshire. Mm-hmm. Premier League player. Arsenal Academy coach. Pops up. And this was, to me, this was, I was surprised at how large the range of reactions was to this rumor. Mm-hmm. I thought... People would be pretty stoked to hear that a coach within one of the top organizations in soccer in the world being interested in the job would be a pretty good reaction, positive reaction from the fan base. And it was pretty split down the middle. Yeah, where did you land when you heard the the Jack Wilshire news? I think I landed right in the middle, honestly. Um, The name got me excited. It's a guy we already knew, a guy that's been around England International, you know, like one newcomer of the year, his first year in the Premier League. Great player. But again, the experience is something that always worried me. I'd only played one year. And looking into the style of play, he plays a lot like Mikel Arteta, which is the kind of style that Frazier was trying to implement last year, and it didn't work. And this, well, this year, that's why I really do think that if he were to come in, He's a new enough coach, and we've talked about this, where he might be able to take that and kind of run with it, the transition, yeah. the quick speed, and he might be able to adapt a lot quicker. But at the same time, if all your career you've known, all you've known how to play is positional play, which he has played Ars- under Arsene Wenger, and he does mm-hmm. credit quite a bit, is very hard to come in and try to play a new <clears throat> style of soccer and make the team that you're coaching very adaptable to that sure when all you know is one way and that's the way that you're kind of hardwired for now well i'm curious i mean it's only been about a year that he's been at arsenal right um i don't know if you guys watched the uh the arsenal youtube show welcome home um which was just covering his run with the uh, fa youth cup last year in the youth squad um but i'm wondering you know it's only a year did he come in is this the way he wants to play, or is this the way Arsenal wants him to play the youth so they're ready for the first team, ready for the under-23s, et cetera, right? Is this the way he wants to play, or is this the way they want to go down from the top, right? Mm. Like, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We don't know. 
But right? that, but that's the whole thing though. Like, if that's where you, you're a first year coach, that's what they're telling you to play. So that's the way you know how to play. And also as a player, if that's how you played, like that's like for most of your career, you played positional play and you played that way. That's what's kind of hardwired to you. And that doesn't mean that he can't change and adapt to the MLS. I think he's a brand new coach and pretty new in the process where he can still find new ways to get creative and find players that he wants and play the transition way that the Rapids and the MLS plays. But it is something that gives you pause when you think about Jack Wilshire, that you got to make sure that he's coming in and he's going to play the way you want to do, or you might just have the same thing with that happened with Ryan Frazier, just a bigger name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of, you know, he played at Arsenal, West Ham, Bournemouth, um, played from under-16s through the national team, 34 caps with the senior national team with England, um, which you can kind of see, and maybe this is now more that some of these young wingers for England are up now, but it feels like it kind of fits the way Porg looks at it with the way England's national team plays, you know, just they have tons of speed on the outside, um, which is how he wants to build his team and, and find a target guy in the middle. And I don't know. It, it was an interesting name. I am. I wouldn't rank him one as most likely to get the job. I don't know if I would even rank him five. Um, I, you know, it's just to me what it showed Dwayne was the pool is wider than expected based on what we were seeing in our comment section on Twitter. When we started talking about coaching candidates, the, the it was who the hell would want to come here? Well, a premier league player, a guy who played for English national team and a guy who coaches in one of the biggest clubs in the world, talk to them about the job. So it, it is bigger than maybe was expected. Yeah. I think the most interesting thing about it is that, We've talked, you know, certainly on the show over the last, you know, uh, year or two about what is the relationship between the Rapids, KSC, and Arsenal? You know, is there a pipeline there outside of Trusty, you know, which you know, that may be the only thing that we've seen, really. <clears throat> and now when there's a coaching search happening, we see that kind of pipeline open up. I think we've been thinking a little bit player-wise, you know, the pipeline, Rapids moving up to uh, somewhere in Arsenal um, or, you know, even reverse if there's a young Arsenal player needing some minutes because he's just not going to get it, um, you know, over there on the first team because of the talent is, is ahead of him. Um, but outside of Yaya, like, we haven't really thought too much about, like, where does the pipeline run for coaching um, yeah, yeah, I mean, we've all talked off show about kind of the style of coaching that happens at Arsenal and yeah, has brought that up several times on the show oh, yeah. too. Um, how does that filter into Fraser's way of coaching, um, or a future coach and what does that mean? So <clears throat> I don't know that he's the guy for the team, but I think it's, it's kind of a neat thing to see that maybe that relationship is starting to be a thing now, you know, regardless of whether it happens, at least it was open enough to see a candidate come out of that, you know, Arsenal pipeline, which I right. think is, is interesting for the club. Maybe it was our friend Brendan Plone from the post who, uh, who brought it up, but that relationship has definitely increased, especially when you see that uh, Josh has basically spent the last two years, you know, in England with Arsenal, Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that just helps when it's just 
Stan at the top, right, who just oversees everything, why would Arsenal talk to the Rapids 7,000 miles away, however far it is, right? Like, yeah. totally different leagues, totally different styles, nothing connected but a guy way up top. But if you have Josh there, and you have Josh in Denver, I won't say <laughs> at TSGP, but, in the, you know, around. <laughs> He's a ballerina. That's where he lives, if you guys don't know. So yeah. he moved his condo from, from, from ballerina to Arsenal Emirates. Yeah, right. That's all he did. And so, you know, I think that has opened it up. And, you know, mostly that's data, right? Scouting, numbers, uh, stuff like that, which, you know, whether that's systems they can use, you know, I don't know the whole ins and outs of it, but definitely has opened up a little bit. Um, I don't know. I like, you know, and, and I think when we were talking earlier, um, earlier this, what, last month when we started talking about coaching candidates, yep. my dream candidate was Landon Donovan. And it's for the same reason, right? Where former player, young player, I mean, Landon Donovan's probably 10 years older or more than Jack Wilshire, but, uh, but young for a young, coach. Yeah, young for a coach. Young, interesting, um, interesting. That's the word I've come back to for almost two months now is you might not fix the bad to good overnight, but you can fix not interesting to interesting <laughs> pretty quickly. Yeah, of course. Right. With one hire. That's it. That fits in with GM uh, Mitchell Carroll's strategy of let's just try things. Let's try stuff. <laughs> but I mean, it does come down to that. I mean, it's kind of what the Buffs did, right? They just kind of threw their like, let's try stuff. Let's bring in Dion. We're bad. Nobody's talking about us. Let's bring in somebody that might be good at, might be good at what they do. But it's also going to be the talk of the town. And that's exactly what that's done. Colorado football has been one of the coolest things in all sports, if not the coolest things. Messi yes. to enter Miami has been one of the coolest things in sports, if not the coolest thing in sports. Yeah. You think out there in well, Al Hadid, out there in uh, Saudi Arabia, they're not pumped to see Ronaldo play. It's not a huge storyline for them. And it's like, oh my God, Ronaldo's coming. Oh my God, Neymar's coming. Right. You think the same thing wouldn't happen to the Rapids? Maybe Jack Washire won't bring that sort of excitement. But you will get the Wayne Rooney bump that he got with uh, with Washington, D.C., with yeah. D.C. United, where it's like, hey, man, how is Rooney doing out there in D.C.? Oh, they're bad. Damn, Rooney's bad, huh? You're going to talk about them because it's Rooney, because it's Jack, because it's players and people that you know. When you yeah. know them, you're interested, and that's where I agree with Mitch. But also part of me is just like, damn, I want to win so bad. I want of this course. team to be. And that, yeah, I'm not saying that you don't. You don't want that. I'm not saying that. Yes. It's, like, it's like you're right. Like At least give me some hope. Like <laughs> give me a said, reason to live. Like you said with the buffs, you, you said they were bad, which they were the worst, if not the worst power. They might have been the worst team in college football, period. Sure they were. But – Definitely the worst power five team in like the Vanderbilt zone, which is not where you want to be. But you also said no one talks about us. Yep. And, you know, this is, you know, just what I'm seeing. But I get the the look ahead to the to the match day, the upcoming milestones and the like match day review stuff from MLS. Right. I'm on those emails from ML, for MLS media stuff. Yep. I read them every time. Mm -hmm. And there is never, ever. Ever a mention of the Colorado Rapids? No. Why would they be? Like, like you're right. Like, there shouldn't be any reason you mentioned the Rapids. What are you going to talk about the Rapids? <clears throat> Tell me, if you're a national perspective. Which candidate out there is handsome, <laughs> single? Sorry, and, I'm off the list now. Sorry. And could <laughs> could be the next Taylor Swift? 
You want to uh, Taylor dating. Swift this up? Yeah, I want to Taylor Swift it. <laughs> well, Who they could can't be get the messy, next, probably. So. Who's the next prospect that could that Taylor Swift? The the Kelsey thing's not going to last. So oh oh, you're trying. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking. Look, ever you, I'm living. I'm living in the future here. Cole Bassett, you're up, bud. Cole Bassett, Tay Tay. Yeah. No, see, no, I don't want that. I don't want Taylor Swift anywhere near my team. I do. Whoa, no, I, yeah, I want that stadium packed. Kidding me? No, no, I don't want Taylor. I don't care. Like, I want blood money. I don't want Taylor Swift money. Give me blood money instead blood of Taylor money. Swift. Yeah, but you're down. You're down with the Prime Circus. So why yeah, not be down Prime with is the Taylor cool. Swift? Taylor Swift is annoying. Circus. There's a difference. No, Taylor Swift is objectively very cool. Whether or no, not you like her, no, like she, there's no doubt she is cool. The thing That's is, like, the thing is, this, this is my thing with it. Taylor Swift is going to a game and she's she's getting the pop because it's Taylor Swift. Dion is getting yes. the pop because he's Dion, but he's also coaching the team. I'd sure. rather have a cool coach. Oh than, yeah, of course. Than of a celebrity course. I'm not couple. in on the Taylor Swift thing. I, 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 like, does Taylor Swift know soccer? Now, now can Taylor Swift? <laughs> can Taylor Swift get this team to run a counter heavy four three three? We don't know yet. I do know that, and it's a no. I'd have to look Maybe into the discography. Can. Maybe and she see knows what she's ball. written. I don't know. Maybe she knows footy. Um, I'll, see, when it comes to coach, I, it's going to be so hard to have anybody even close. I think in any sport, the Dion effect. But you can get close, and I think Wayne Rooney was one of those coaches that did it for United. But he's been so mm-hmm. bad, he lost a lot of like that kind of love. I think Landon sure. Donovan's a great, a great, great like hire. That's see, that's yeah. nothing is going to be prime to the buffs to just like point at Mark's name. Yeah. But you're right, Landon Donovan would be the closest. Yeah, and then the other one that I think that would be the closest that to me I would fanboy and I might cry. It's Rafa Marquez. Oh, you get a guy that's an international superstar. He, he's coaching at Barcelona. He's known in Europe. And he's also might bring into Mexican players. And you can find interest in this little area. And you might bring in a little bit. And he's really feisty. See, this, we, you and I talked about this uh, two weeks ago on the post game. Yeah. Maybe. Um, and it's like, hey, like, how much more interested are you in this team as a L Tree fan? Yeah, if you get an L tree player or coach, and 100%. you said immediately yes, hundred percent buying. <laughs> With this Jack Wilshire rumor, I saw on Twitter, Arsenal fans being like, "Oh, I'm in." Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll call a season ticket rep tomorrow if they make this hire. That sort of thing. Do you think? Because I do think Denver is a pretty good soccer town. I think mm-hmm. the fans are pretty spread out in terms of who they're you know allied to, whether it's Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga. Uh, Syria, whatever. I don't think there's a ton of league all fans, but maybe, maybe if you're out there. <laughs> um, but is there, do you like that? It's probably not on the same level grabbing Arsenal fans in Denver, but it's probably pretty close. It might be the second best. Yeah. Honestly. In terms of like grabbing a group of people who are tangentially related as being for sure soccer fans, but not Rapids fans. I don't hate the. Idea the there's a lot of our kind of fans fan favorite guy. There's a ton of them. Yeah, dude. And again, all you need is all you need is to open the door right, and people are gonna walk through it. If you bring in somebody in Arsenal fan style, like you know, let's say Jack doesn't work out and he's fired within three years, you think a lot of those Arsenal fans aren't gonna stick around? I bet you a good amount of them will. Yeah, yeah, like maybe not all of them. Maybe like sixty percent. Any with anywhere above fifty percent, it's a win already. Mm -hmm. So like you kind of want that, right? You kind of want just. More and more and more fanfare, and that's how you get more fans in here by bringing in names. Yeah. I mean, it happens all over the time, it happens all over the place, right? St. Louis is a little bit of a different um beast because St. Louis has like 
they kind of built their way differently and they are we're already so excited for soccer. But even if you look at Austin, they didn't bring any big player names. But who do they have yelling at the fans? Matthew McConaughey. Because he's part owner of the team. And you know what? If you don't like soccer, hey, let's go see Matthew McConaughey one time <clears throat> screaming at us. And if you yeah. like it, you're going to stick around. Sometimes you just need to get him through that door. See that how fun soccer can be in a lot of them stay. We don't have any big celebrities that live in Denver. Lindsey Vaughn, I think. To pull in like the Matthew McConaughey effect. So Yeah, Jessica Beale did to Tennessee. Yeah, we're gonna need to bring in a coach or a player. So that's what that's the way to do like and again, this has nothing to do with the team winning. Right now we're just talking about big names because that's kinda what we've heard. We've like This is probably the biggest name. Exactly. Connected to the job so far. Exactly. That we know of. And I'm just saying this because I know people are going to take this like, oh, what about the soccer aspect of it? We talked about the soccer aspect of it. We don't know because he's such a young coach. Yeah. He's had one year coaching and he doesn't know a lot. My guess is you get basically what Little is doing with whatever coach comes in. Yeah, a lot of it. I think we got a preview, right? There's no dramatic. All of a sudden they're running some crazy like analytics driven Bundesliga three back crazy formation no. where there's like eight somehow 18 midfielders on the field at once. Yeah. yeah. Pork um, was super clear. Yes. And that presser, the, the second presser about, you know, this is the deal. Yes. You know, this is what this we're going to, this is what it's going to be. There will be no deviations, deviations, deviations uh, from the macro don't stay in the club. <laughs> Yeah. Deviations are removed, so it's bye gonna bye. be fall in, yeah. you know. And so, it, you know, look, you, you can get your coach from wherever, but the system is gonna be the system that the Rapids have. Well, yeah, and it's not—it's not rocket science that this roster needs a lot of work, yeah, to become an actual contending roster. I mean, even now they have scored in every game under Little. Pretty cool, considering uh, Robin Fraser ended his career with the Rapids getting shut out in nine of 10 MLS games. So to, that is a nice turnaround. Sure. To then score in six, seven, seven straight. And yeah. the goal's coming from all over, you know, yeah. I mean, really like it's not just, you know, it's not just Rubio or Cole putting the team on his back, like in kind of Cole putting the team. Well, on I mean, he's, though, he's yeah. had the most goals, but even yeah. that is not a ton out of those games. Yeah. Uh, you know, but you you've seen players from all Maxi, over, yeah. yeah. You know, score those goals with little, so that's that's encouraging. Yes, but there know. is to jump from there to hosting a home playoff game. A yeah. lot of work to do. Yeah, right? of course, a lot of work to do. Which is why I'm so focused on a hire that allows this team to be part of the conversation ahead of the schedule of becoming a contending actual roster. Not just even that, man. I think it's not just, a, I don't think, and you're right, like, I don't think it's just a coach. I think it's also a player. One, oh, yeah. A one yeah, big yeah. name. Again, I, the one I'm looking at is Houston. I didn't believe in Houston. Ben Olsen came in and made that team into a juggernaut. Eche, eche. But the thing is, Achache, and I told you, like, I told you last year, and I'm going to, I said it, Achache has washed. Yeah, but I, I said it, but he's not like not washed. No, he's not washed. <laughs> and this, he's dirty. And this is what I'm saying. This is <laughs> he's dirty. And this is the guy that I love growing up. This is my favorite but they player. They washed him. No, this was my favorite player. Yeah. For like a long, and I was like, he's washed. Like I've seen what he can do. Yeah. He can do it. I think it's time to kind of put that to bed. He became so good. He's taking spots in the international team from young players that are doing great. Like that's the thing. 
But you, it wasn't just Ben Olsen coming in here. It was also bringing a big marquee name to lead this team to victory. And that's what you need as well. Yeah. So, And we'll talk about a little bit more, I think, in the next, sec- next section, which I think when we get into the next coach, you've kind of which heard we're about. about. Yeah. Yes, correct. Um, we actually don't have to do any ad reads this show. So if we want, we can just hmm. eh, throw in an ad read there. Just go to Illegal Pete. Go to Illegal Pete. Hit the KSO pen. Uh, Come home. Have a little Olipop. Put Here's some burritos on. Buddies, man. Drink a Breck brew. Chase... You know, chase your Breck whiskey with a Breck brew. What about an Olipop as well? We got Olipops. Get an Olipop. Make a little Breck brew and cherry cola. Hydrate yourself. Or a little Breck distillery and cherry yeah. cola. Buy a ticket. Coloradorapids.com slash DMVR. Five dollars off. Not game time. Rapids. <laughs> Coloradorapids.com slash DMVR. Five bucks off. Show up. To the last game. Scream at Fake Salt Lake. Actually, guys, I was going to talk to you. I'm going to be at that game. Are you? Guys, yeah. Last game of the year, it's Salt Lake. Like my might as well. Ooh, a yaya appearance. This yeah. is a good sign. Bet the Are you over, tailgating baby. it? You tailgating it? Probably. Are we gonna DMVR Rapids at the tailgate? We'll DMVR Rapids at the tailgate. All right, in. We're in. We'll see you there. Um become a diehard member at uh, the DMVR.com. Uh, you get all sorts of benefits. This is an actual ad read. <laughs> you get <laughs> you get all sorts of benefits. You get uh, behind the paywall on the website. So Nugget season coming up. Adam Mars does the list, right? His breakdown with video and, and all these notes on what, what's working for the Nuggets. You get wind chimes with Harrison Wind. You get votes, uh, game grades. Av's coming up. AJ's film room. Rudo's breakdowns. LaCroix might be doing some. LaCroix might be doing. Yeah, breakdowns. Come I know on. Todd is also working on some. And T- Todd Davis, literal Super Bowl champion co-worker of ours, appear, if you will. Some um, might say it's D-line's best friend. <laughs> D-line and the middle linebacker. It makes sense. It's perfect. They work together. Um, you get into all that stuff. Um, you also get uh, discounted tickets to our tailgates. We have a tailgate for Buffs, for Broncos. You get discount on abs. the season pass to uh, the Abs and Nuggets takeovers. There's four Nuggets takeovers. There's three Abs takeovers. That's a party bus from here to there. With Breck brews and vibes and good times. Um, apparel exclusives. Apparel, apparel exclusives. That's usually a hoodie version of a shirt that we drop or something like that. Um, 20% off merch. Free merch every year. That's one free shirt or hat or $35 off a hoodie. Uh, once a year, every year, as long as you are a diehard member. Discount in the bar. 15% off at the bar. Good job, Dwayne. Keep it coming, baby. Um it's a, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of diehard. You can win a date with Yaya. Um, but only if you're allegedly. a man. Because my uh, wife will be mad. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> AKA, you can sit downstairs and watch an Avs game with Yaya. Um, yeah, your, your choice of game. Look, you should just be a diehard, plain and simple. You get a diehard card. It's true. You get a cool box with, a, with merch and, and all the stuff you get for the membership when you sign up. Um, TheDNVR.com. My wife, my, my wife. wife. Nice. Um, <laughs> I thought the exact same thing in my phone. I was saying it. At work the other day, she uh, texted me that she saw a, there was parent-teacher conferences, and, and a guy walked in with a DMVR hoodie. Let's go. And she was like, "Oh, DMVR. My husband works there." And he just yelled, "I'm a diehard!" And she was like, "Okay." And then she got, then she texts, she goes, "I don't know what that means." <laughs> Your wife looked at him and was like, "I'm a teacher." She was like, "That's cool." And then she just texts, she goes, "I don't know what that means." 
Dwayne, but now you Dwayne, know what you're it doing because we just talked about it. Selling the brand at home sounds like she already has the hoodies. But the she's, membership. She's she's but married she into the diehard die life. Yeah, but she didn't. All right, we'll talk off air. No, I'm just kidding. Um, be a diehard. Is be a point. diehard. Be a diehard. Join the club. Join the club. Insider Morning, Matthew. Club. By the way, Matthew. Nice to see somebody with Morning, some manners. Morning, Mark, Matthew, Amy. Hello, Mitchell. Yeah, Dwayne, me. that's me. All of those in the chat. Um, good morning to <laughs> good you. Good morning. You're I welcome. hope that this day brings <laughs> beautiful wonders of soccer to your lives. Okay, let's let's jump into this other rumor, the newest and latest rumor for this open coaching position. Yeah, yeah. I believe you told me this was one of your favorite players growing up. Yep. Played for Eltry, played all across uh, Liga MX, yeah. played for Vancouver in the MLS. Uh, it is Efren Juarez. Yep. A midfielder. Um, he has since moved on and followed, oh, what's his name? The, the Scandinavian guy that coached NYFC, NYCFC. He was an assistant there when they won uh, the MLS Cup. He then moved to Belgium um, with that coach um, and has. Uh, at Standard Liege and then now at Bruges. Um, it's probably got a van in it, I think. No, it doesn't. No van? No, because he's not from... Oh, okay. Um, doesn't matter. Uh, Might be thinking somebody else. I don't know. He... Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. T- tell us why this made you excited. Um, it made me excited, obviously. I like the guy. He's uh, He was a right back. He was a defensive midfielder for a long time of his career. He played for Pumas back in the era where I was like really, really into Pumas. Um, Pumas is objectively cool. Yeah, like they're, I mean, having the big Puma right in the middle of your chest is dope. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Sure. Um, He's also one of the first actually Mexicans to that was like a mid tier kind of guy that made the jump to Europe. And that got me really excited. I was so into him. (laughs) I was so into what he did that every time I bought FIFA, that was the first. First player I bought. I always <laughs> have guys time. like that. I love that. Yeah, that's amazing. So this guy to me is like, <laughs> yeah, he was at Celtic for three seasons. Yeah, he went to Celtic. Only thirteen he was appearances, but yeah, he was also in Vancouver. He he was been around. He knows the year. And then he went back to America. Norway to end his to end his career. Yeah. So besides him as a player, one of my favorite players, mainstay in the national team. I thought it was great. I loved him as a player. But when it comes to this, it's the my excitement is. That he might bring in that Mexican grit that he showed as a player. Love that. And I think that's what Jack also had. Jack, we'll show, they mm-hmm. have grit. So I, with the two names that we know so far, there seems to be a, a kind of a common thing where it's they're looking for guys that have that mental edge to them that are going to win at all costs and know what it takes to win. Because these guys are winners, even if they didn't win a bunch of trophies, they know what it takes to be a good player, not just in MLS or whatever league they were in, but internationally and everywhere you go. And that comes to youth development. You, the All youth players are talented. A lot of them will make the first team. A lot of them will go on to play professionally. The biggest difference between a good player, a bad player, and a great player is the mentality and how you can switch that. And how far you're willing to push yourself, how far you're willing to take everything you do. And that's, I think, where these two hires really excites me, that they're players and they know what it takes to win. And I think they can develop guys like Yappy, Ollie, and everybody else that's coming in through those rings. And again, he might bring in some Mexican players. You've seen it before. Um, When Almeida Almeida (laughs) went to uh, Earthquakes, what did he do? 
bring me uh, El Chiquete. Immediately brought him over. Great move. Again, like, that's what happens. When you have Mexican coaches, Pineda did the same thing and brought in Gudinho from, from Chivas as their... Uh, as their goalkeeper down in Atlanta. Like, well, that's what happens. You want to bring in familiarity. You want to bring players you're familiar with. And what are you more familiar with than your own countrymen? And that's one of the exciting parts of why I want Efrain Juarez to be the the Broncos. The Rapids head coach. Sorry, guys. I, I also have a Could Broncos show. <laughs> Him coaching the Broncos. Yeah. Him what a Sean, left turn that would be. Him and Sean Payton taking over. <laughs> um, It was Ronnie Dela. Dela? <laughs> That's the coach that he's followed yeah. as an assistant, and he's uh, coaching at Club Rouge, which is like that's a, pretty, a big that's a big Belgian team, big like, Belgian club. It's one of those like mid tier teams on the lower spectrum of the mid tier, you know? Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, look, look. I I don't. This is one of those ones where I probably rank this one higher, um, than Jack. Less interesting, unfortunately, in terms of national attention. Extra time segments, stuff like that. But, but he was part of a coaching staff that won a title. Yep. Right? Like, he knows what it takes in the MLS. He, like, he knows what the, those crazy travel weeks are like. And he knows, you know, what this league can be at, from the inside. Right? And he's seen it. And he would know how to prepare. Um, this team does have, while the Rapids are young, they also have a lot of true, like, pros, I think. Like, just pros, pros. You know, your Keegans, Maxus, guys like that. I mean, Ronan, Rubio. like Totally. Yeah, like, guys that you can actually trust. Yeah, and so I think he comes in and those guys will buy in quickly. I think it's a, I think it would be a smart, kind of safe, probably pretty cheap move. My favorite thing about it is that we talk, um, the Rapids community talks, so much about how do we get more fans, um, you know, uh, Latino, Hispanic, Mexican fans in the stadium. And this is one of those things that might do that. As much as it is a coaching move, it's certainly a marketing move. Um, Rapids are never going to be an extra time thing. They're never going to be a national topic thing. Uh, we could be like the top team in the league. And I still don't think MLS is going to want to talk about us. So for me personally, and this is not speaking for these guys or DMVR. I don't really care. Um, if we're getting national attention, like what I care is that the stadium is full, that the people who live in Colorado are batshit crazy about the rapids. That's a good point. And want to be here. Um, I want all of the communities here in the stadium. Um, and represented, and if that if if that is a coaching hire that does that for this club, and brings in that excitement and brings in some players from Mexico, uh, dude, that would be amazing. You know, like because again, the coach is gonna have to fit into the system. Like we've, but Porg has been very clear on that. Uh, if any of these, if if let's say all these coaches could do that equally, because the system is the system then give me the guy who's going to bring in the Hispanic, Latino, Mexican community. Um, bring me the guy that could bring in uh, some Mexican players uh, that we don't normally see uh, here at the Colorado Rapids and bring in that excitement, like that cultural craziness that comes to soccer. Like, man, how much fun would it be 
at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to have that place just crazy. I want it to be hostile. Yes. I, I just want it to be crazy. The place gets to loud. Be it does get it loud. can get very loud. I, mean, I want it to be intense. I want, and if, I want it to be, I want you to feel the crowd. Yeah. And that's where I think like, I wanted to that stay coach, below like the Mexican team, national team. Yeah, just team right game. below yeah. Azteca, yeah. DSG. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like you want it <laughs> yeah. right below like the, the throwing of beers. Yes. Like, I don't, I don't want to be, right I don't want to be a, a national story because we're always in trouble. Um, I don't mind. That's fine. That's also interesting. I think this coaching candidate, I think this candidate does that for us. I don't think someone coming from Arsenal can have that big of an effect because the Arsenal um, fan pool is going to be smaller than the country of Mexico, you know, or all of the Mexican fans who live, you know, in the Denver area that okay, want to come. So that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's a bigger, it's Mexico. a bigger pool. Yeah, it's it's just a naturally. Yeah, sure. Sure. Obvious bigger pool, sure. and I, and I'd rather have more fans in the stadium. If both of those coaches can can do the system, I want the guy who's going to bring in fans. you know more fans who are more excited about the Rapids. You know, so sure. If that happens, that's awesome. I, I think that would be so much fun. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that's what like again, I think he could bring in somebody like I don't know, like Uriel Antuna. Bring in a guy like that. Bring in maybe an Alexis Vega. Well, I don't want him as much. You look at players, <laughs> wingers, you know what I mean? Totally. Uh, sure. Bring in players that are playing in Mexico at high levels. Uh, who was the guy? Um, Juan has brought him Quillones out in uh, America. Dude just became a naturalized Mexican, was Colombian. Clay is a beast. Bring him in. Uh, Henry Martin. Guys like that that are mainstays in Liga Mackeys will bring a lot of attention to the to the actual national team, Luis Romo, Luis Chavez, stuff like that, you're going to get all that attention. And if you bring Efrain Juarez, it's going to be way easier to sell him on DSGP than to sell him any other time in your life. How, and look, maybe this is just playing devil's advocate because I think we really have to parse out what makes these guys good candidates versus not. He yeah. has, his coaching career, which has only been the last three seasons, or no, four seasons, uh, and New York City, yeah. right? That's a team with some Brazilians, some Americans kind of headlining. Correct. Uh, Standard Liege in Belgium. Standard Liege. And Club Bruges. Not hot spots for acquiring Mexican national team name players. Is his connections from playing 30, what, 39 total caps with the senior team, something like that? Does he have enough connections? From that time to be a draw for those players here. A hundred percent. A hundred. You got to realize that this, when you look at players that are going to these clubs, Club Bruges and all this, and they're not Mexican, it's not because he's, he's not in charge. He's, I know. he's bringing it. And I know he's you know. Like, yeah, exactly. He's, he's, he's throw, I'm sure he's throwing names out there. I'm, I'm sure just wondering if he's, if he's kind of pulled himself out of that. Right. Like that's really far away from Mexico. Yeah. And, and, and again, dude, these guys all keep tabs on each other. All of them. They all are friends. They all know each other. You're talking about a guy that has played with Andres Guardado. Ache Ache has been around all those guys. You think that he doesn't know them. No, He's no, going to no, come no, into right. the league right, right. and like know them. Well, and he spent 10 years playing in MX. I'm and, just trying to. No, and again, know. it's great that was that okay, dude. Because I did have that dog pro- cross through my mind. And I'm like, no, he played with Rafa Marquez out in Bar- Barcelona. He's played with all these guys that like, you know, Chicharito. He knows Chicharito very well, too. 
Like that's the thing. Like he knows all these guys. Sign him. I he, love Chicharito, dude. Bro. This, is, <laughs> this is what you look at. This guy at the way you kind of look at uh, DeAndre Yedlin, right? A guy well, DeAndre that, Yedlin. That, oh, dude, honestly, <laughs> dude, this is the way. Then I'm gonna tell you why. It's a guy that had a lot of potential. Kind of made that jump and it didn't work out. Had yeah. to come back to the league. But now he's still on the national team because he's so good. Right. But what he's doing is he's kind of cultivating that culture within the locker room with all the new young guys coming Love in that. that's helping out. And that's how I look at Efrain Juarez. He was one of my favorite players because he was one of those first batch of kids that took that jump to Europe. It didn't work out, but he was trying his hardest to become a winner and push himself. And at the end of the day, if he's going to do anything... He's going to cultivate culture like he did in that Mexican locker room because you point to a lot of things, man. If you look back at all the reports back in the day that that he was a leader in that locker room, him and Andres Guardado really took that locker room and made it their own with Rafa Marquez. And they said, we're winning because we're winning. And it's not coincidence that that's some of the best stretch that Mexico has ever had when they're playing, when they had leaders out there in that pitch. And that's what you want as a coach, right? You want a leader. You want a guy that can cultivate culture, bring in guys that. like that. And he's been around... Some big clubs. NYFC is an MLS champ and Club Bruges and out there. They're bigger clubs. And that's something that he learned from that he can bring back to the MLS, bring back to the Rapids, bring back all the stuff and be a great, great player and coach. Well, mostly a coach. I'm sold. Yaya just sold me on that. Great. Let's go. Sign him. Let's make the decision. Let's make the Somebody decision. Somebody call the front office. I have a, I have a completely <laughs> different theory of why he's not going to get hired, but. What is I that? Will bring, I'm, not, I'm not talking about it. You're not going to no, tell us? No. If you see me personally, I'll tell you personally, not on the show. Wow. <laughs> crazy. Crazy, crazy. Okay. Any other... <laughs> okay, no, I lied. Let's jump into this <laughs> Salt Lake... Liar! <laughs> Let's jump into the fake Salt Lake end of the season. What about Victory Crossing? You want to talk victory crossing? So this is what I want. I want you to tell me oh, what happened man. and your thoughts on it. And I just wanted to be like, hey, like I've read some quotes, but like what's Ooh. going on in your guys' head when you read the quotes? Do you want to take this one? Uh, I mean, I, I, well, I'll take it. Uh, I will say that if, you, if you've not seen the comments that were made by Commerce City City Council. Mayor. Mayor. The mayor. Uh, wow. That dude brought the fire emojis to <laughs> to the city council he has meeting, said and on on the record in public in an official city meeting, what all the fans have said about KSE and their treatment of the Rapids and the Rapids fan base and the area around DSGP for two decades. He is the voice of Rapids Twitter, straight <laughs> up in ways none of us could ever hope to be. And eloquent, like put it very like, very like on point, but very eloquent uh, and, and really has with his words put KSC, put their feet to the fire. Well, OK, let's go. Let's jump back because the announcement for Victory Crossing, mm -hmm. which, you know, was mentioned at the end of the response letter to C-38. Mm -hmm. Uh that Josh Conkey wrote with pen and with a quill pen by candlelight himself after deep meditation on the subject. Him in the bowels of the uh, <laughs> with that owl from with that owl from last he, year. He, <laughs> he certainly <laughs> wrote one hundred percent for sure. Wrote every sentence. Um, he brought up the development of Victory Crossing next year. Real quick, I'm surprised that a rich guy knows how to write. Continue. 
I'm not. Yeah. How do you think people yeah. get rich? Yeah. He was born rich. Well, he was, sure, but they yeah. still learn to write. Yeah. Mm. When I, I have people, write, I'm so. not even going to learn um, how to do anything. <laughs> the, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> um, so the next, the next thing from that, the next thing we hear about Victory Crossing is the Rapids are going to co-sponsor. Not pay for the whole thing. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like a, pay, a minute on this. Pay, okay. <laughs> Hold your horses. Uh, we'll let you cook. They will pay for 50% of a grant to sponsor a contest for students to finish the design work for Victory Crossing. What a great opportunity for those gullible young men. So, <laughs> so... Dwayne was referencing the mayor's comments and essentially the mayor says, said, not essentially, this is what he said. And while I say this line, I'll look up the rest of them, but he said, uh, KSE can afford the $50,000. Yep. And goes on to essentially say things along the line of, as I'm still looking for these quotes that Brendan Plone so thankfully put on the internet for us. Um, he says, Casey can afford it. Why are they doing this to taxpayers again? You say you support the rapids. Here we go. Found the quotes thread. Brendan Plone. It's a drop in the bucket whenever you consider the scale of what this project is. But why? Why should the taxpayers be on the hook to fund this $25,000 to finally realize development that was supposed to be occurring all along? You have a landowner and a team owner who has sat on this property and hasn't done a darn thing that was promised to this community, has not lived up to his obligations, not lived up to the obligations as a team owner or in any manner as a member of this community. Here we come again. Let's stick our hand out and expect another 25K on top of it just so we can have this grant program, exploration, and everything going forward. The taxpayers deserve better than that. Those development interests are in KSE's plans. They didn't come to us and say, hey, would you like to see what would you like to see there? They came to this council meeting in May and said we want to put up these high-rise apartments, retail and commercial, but that's going to be a small component. We've sat here on the rest of the property and haven't done a thing about it. We haven't done anything to apply for any permits, any environmental covenants. We've done squat. This is our plan. Now, six months later, an article comes out and says, Oh, by the way, we want you to pay 25k. I'm sorry, but the Cronky organization can afford the entire 50K. They don't need residents to once again fork it over. Show you're committed to this. Show that you are committed as the landowner, as the team owner, and everything else. Josh Cronky, who wrote a letter to the fans of Colorado Rapids saying, we are invested in this team. We are invested in this community. Prove it. For once, prove that you are actually invested in this community because for the last upteen years, you've owned this property, you've sat on it and have broken promise after promise to the community and everybody else. The only thing you have proved is greed and a lack of investment back where it belongs. So I will not support the $25,000 from taxpayers as long as I have the ability to do so. Mayor Benjamin Huseman. Salute. He deserves Just boom, boom, boom. I know you're listening to the show, Mayor. Send us your address. We'll send you a scarf. You can up the pids with us forever, my guy. True. Make him a lifetime diehard. Honestly. All right, Dwayne. As you were. Uh, I agree with all those statements by the mayor. I want to take it a level further. I hate design contests. <laughs> design contests are a way for... <laughs> 
this was going. This is where it's going. It's too late now. You've given me the floor. So Cut buckle the up. Cut the cameras. Buckle oh, up, God, folks. I'm so excited. Okay, go, 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 go. Design go. contests are ways for rich people and rich corporations to get free work from designers. This happens all the time in the graphic design community. A big company says, we're going to rebrand or we're going to make a cool thing. Why don't everyone, why don't you all do a whole bunch of free work and then we're going to choose one of them and we're going to give you a free t-shirt. Even the one we choose, we're not going to pay properly. And it's just the biggest load of crap in the creative world. Uh, I can't stand it. In addition to Kroenke should just be paying the 50000 What's 50000 to someone who's a bazillionaire? They forget like, about fifty grand in that yeah, entire they ecosystem don't even for, You can't forget something you don't day. even think about. They literally, it's nothing. But the it fact is less is, than nothing. But now you're going to have several groups of college students who are going putting, to be putting in a ton of free hours because that money's not coming to them. They're going to be putting in all of these hours and then, you know, probably out of the three groups, only one of them is going to get the 50 grand because they're the winner. Then you had two whole other groups that just did a whole bunch of free work to give KSC ideas for free. And it's, it's exploiting creatives. It is exploiting young people. It is exploiting people who are working hard with their creative talents. You would never go with a disease or an injury to three different doctors and say, I'm very sick. I'm going to give the three of you an opportunity to heal me. Use all of your training, everything that you've learned your whole life, your best teams, bring it in here so you can fix my body. And whoever I think does the best job, even though all of your work probably is helping me. I'm going to pay just the one who I think does the best job. I'm not even going to pay you what you deserve to be paid. I'm going to pay you less and give you a free t-shirt that says my medicine fixed Dwayne. Wow. That is, you would never do that New to doctors idea, ever, <laughs> but for some reason it's okay to do that to creatives and to college students and I just think the whole thing is cheap and lazy. And for someone who has so much money and so much ability to support the local community of creators and designers and architects and all of this stuff that goes into this, you should be supporting that instead of taking the cheapest possible route and then trying to get Commerce City to pay for half of it. It is... To me, it's reprehensible. It's it's gross. It makes me so mad that that's that part is not even like considered. Like no, they're yeah, fighting over twenty five thousand, but you're also exploiting creatives and young people. And I just think it's a garbage take. I think it's kind of crazy that this is that you took the time and intentionally included. Talk about victory crossing in your response to C38. Like that was something that the C38 fans need. Sure. We need commercial real estate development around this soccer stadium. Yep. Right. And then the next move is the literal 
cheapest thing I have ever heard an ownership group actually do. Yeah. Ever. I just, I don't ever. think there's You're a lot of You're splitting 50 grand. Yeah. You have $50,000 sheets on a bed in one of your 20 houses somewhere. Like, are you kidding? You couldn't just spend 50 grand? And here's how I know the money doesn't matter. And we don't have to get into it. Maybe we'll get into it later. But with the with the stadium rights in LA and losing they, the World Cup. They, like, they the just World don't Cup care. And they don't care. They just don't care. All of that money, like they don't care. Well, that's why they have to uh, penny pinch because they can't get that money back. All that money that they were winning mm. from the World Cup, it was for the New Rapids Stadium. Yeah, sure it was. Sure, totally. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, what are your thoughts? You've been quiet on this now that me and Dwayne just got our takes off there. <laughs> to me, it's just they promised it at the beginning of February. <laughs> that should be starting built oh, right they promised now. promised it 19 years ago. I mean, yeah, but, like, <laughs> that's true. But, like, that's what they said. Like, beginning, I'm going based off, like, reason, right? Sure. What they're telling sure. you right now. Yeah. And it's, like, it's if you want it by February, shouldn't you start building, like, next week after the game to have everything done? And make sure oh, everything. Oh, you mean for the February coming up? Yeah, that's yeah, what they, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. they Well, it's not building. They they, they would they said plans, show the plans. No, but they even. I thought it said of like oh, uh, and have it up and running or something like that. And it's no, like, it's mm. the plans that they were. Yeah, yeah, regardless, yeah, yeah. man, it's still it's real stupid. Like it is. Like the like, to me, it's like this should have been done a while ago. Um, I have a different take grand. from. I, I have a different take from Dwayne uh, about the competition, but to me, the competition is stupid for other reasons. It's because like you have the money to pay. The top, best of the best. Yeah, the top yes. tier architect. Exa- yes. Uh, instead, you're just gonna like you're exploiting free work instead. To me, it's not even exploiting. Like I, because to me, like some of those kids seem to look at it as opportunity. Because I do get what you're saying, but like some of those kids do see it as like, hey, this might be something I sure. Can do. I mean, it could be. Yeah. Res- I mean, it's not bad for the kids. It's just. I'm not us. saying the experience is bad for the kids. Yeah, of course. What's ex- what's bad for the kids it's that it's a is that they're not it. being paid. Yeah, exactly. For professional level work that's going to build a community around a professional ballpark. Like, yeah. owned that's not by fair. the richest owner in <laughs> yeah, sports. Yeah, it's not the experience that, is great. <laughs> and I'm yeah, happy for them to be able to have that in our portfolio. But they're, if they were to do freelance work to put in their portfolio, they would get paid by regular mom and pop businesses around. But the richest. Of those is not willing to. That's pay my them. thing. I mean, look, this is sports in general, yeah. right? This is billionaires not building their own stadiums, and then yeah. holding cities hostage, holding fan bases hostage to pass tax resolutions to pay for a stadium that they can afford. Sure. Uh, I mean, this is nothing new in sports. This is no, not a it's new not thing. Unique it's to not K- something unique to KSE. It's yeah. not something unique to Denver in general, as we've yeah. seen stadiums come and up here, issue- right? Like, it's not like this is not new. Yeah, yeah, and my issue sure. with the, with that competition, it's not that it's a competition or that they're not getting paid. To me, it's who's doing it, which is Kroenke. Uh The rich people shouldn't yes. be doing that. That's my issue with it. It's correct. If it's somebody roll out time, the greatest designer exactly. you've ever seen, even not even that, and pay them, bring and in pay a, them. Bring a bunch in, of money, bring yes. in a top fifty d- architect designer in Colorado, and it's yeah. better. Like it's still it's still way better than there are incredible home. architecture firms it, right here in Denver yep. and also in Colorado. Yep. That you could pay all three of them to do that spec work 
to say, here's our plan. That's how it works yeah. is you come with you your bids. plan, yeah, yeah. you take your bids, but you still get paid for doing the work. For the work. Yeah. yeah. You know? and, and again, regardless, like competition, whatever, like it's a stupid idea. It's this is just something that like I'm used to at this yeah. point. It's really just kind of slid off my back. I'm like, I don't care because this is something that should have been worked on and done yeah. a while ago. This should have been done almost the year after the exporting yeah, this part been was done, done. 10 years ago. Like it should have been done. You everybody has seen the sign if you if you are on Twitter and follow Rapids Twitter that says call for more information on Victory Crossing yeah. and the, the whole signs run down just like the stadium just like the website's a on. dead link yeah like could, could you imagine if this was done and we're sitting here talking about hey meet us at Illegal Pete's Victory Crossing for a margarita pregame and how much fun we would be having be dope. it's just there's so many things that need to be done and again this. And with the scoreboard, like I understand the well, let's let's give, give me a, okay, okay. I understand the conflict with the scoreboard and why it's not done, but it's also like you have the money, and it's the same thing with this whole thing. The whole issue would if the, if you were a poor owner, if you were Mark Davis of the Las Vegas Raiders, <laughs> and you didn't have the money to do this out of pocket, I, I would get it. I would understand. <laughs> Mark Davis had a, didn't even pay for his stadium. The city of Las Vegas paid for yeah, all of it, for sure, not because he. He just couldn't afford it, honestly. <clears throat> but when you're cronky and you can afford everything out of pocket, especially in such a smaller scale than when you <laughs> paid for all yeah. over the U.S. and all of your other stadiums, it's such a shame. It's such a stupidity that you can't even do this right. And it's so disheartening. What, what they paid for a player at Arsenal That's what I'm looking would get right. all of this done. They this paid $100 million in just two <laughs> this players. Is this is what I'm looking at. They played a hundred million in yeah. just two players. In one player, in Declan. In Declan. It, it would it would the Declan money would fix the scoreboard, all these things. It, it wouldn't build Victory Crossing, but it would get the plans done and it could get the It would get started. close. They spent two hundred million pounds on yeah. players alone. On new players alone. Two hundred million pounds. And the scoreboard is less combined when you have to change all the infrastructure and stuff, which is part of it and doesn't get talked about enough. Is how much? Because this is one of the older stadiums in the MLS, right? Yeah. You have to change also, a lot. You'd have to tear it's it all down. It's not just tearing. Yeah. It's yeah. not just putting in a new board. It's yeah. building a new board with new technology. Blah blah. It's still less than like less than three million dollars, yeah. right? Like, yeah, cheap. That is cheap when the same organization is spending two hundred million pounds. On what six players, seven players over the summer, dude? Two hundred million dollars, dude. I mean, that's what two thirty and two fifty something like that. Yeah, like two fifty, and you invest that into the Rapids. You are LAFC. You're better yeah. than LAFC. You, you are. Like, you look down on LAFC. <laughs> like that's what you are. Like you You're are like, like a top. Yeah. Take that, squad Will Ferrell. Yeah, and that's I, and right. I, and that's. I think that's a frustrating part to me. The frustrating part isn't that it's not done. The frustrating part is seeing that. He's an active owner doing other things for other places. No one can cry. And you can't cry poor. Yeah, you just and can't. You, and that's a you thing. can't and cry poor because we know you're not. Like, it's, we know you're not. The world knows you're not. It's literally the, the world of soccer knows that you're super rich. It's the pretty girl in <laughs> high school. It's the pretty girl in high school crying because they broke their nails. You know what I mean? 100%. It's like, dude, you have a Lamborghini in your parking lot. Like, yeah. shut the hell up. Like, Lambo. Nobody cares. Like, you know? Uh, damn. That was... An unexpected, unplanned fire segment. That's how we do things here. <laughs> I think, but again, at the end of uh, day, we only have a few minutes. <laughs> Frustration. To get into fake Salt Lake, 
how much do you really want to get into the X's and O's of this? Who to watch for? Not really. I think it's just more like, how do you feel about this game? How do you feel about this game? Uh, I want to win. <laughs> I want to win, baby. You know what? Every Saturday when we go out there, we expect to win. <laughs> I, know, I just, I mean, I need, a, I need to win against Utah, man. Screw Utah as a whole place. Like, screw everything that happens in Utah. It's like oh, the man, ugly Colorado. Moab is really nice. Yeah, no. let's not, let's not. It's all the Utah. I don't screw these guys. They don't know what they're talking about. Utah sucks. No, I do. You I've know, been they there. It's pretty. You're doing. You're doing. Um, pretty. Utah sucks. Uh, Utah's not a good place. Uh, Salt Lake is not a good place. That team sucks too. I just want to beat them. They already won the cup. Just get, let's end the season with the bang, you know. Like, that's really what it that's is, all right? I want. Like last match of the season. This team, your hated rival, who clowned you. They beat you twice at home, knocked you out of the U.S. Open Cup. You travel there in a couple days, like in twice, a matter of four in days, a days. You then go there post leagues cup in the midst of the worst stretch of MLS play you've ever had. They clown you. They throw a Colorado Rapids dumpster fire TIFO up behind the goal. Oh, they great TIFO, by the way. clown you. All-time clown job. That TIFO. And look, this it was a broken team. It was a broken locker room. It was a broken organization. And I think we have seen so many positive steps in the right direction. Under Little and guys like Cole um, stepping up and trying to... Start the change now instead of in the offseason. And that is commendable. Nothing would be as good as a big home win over fake Salt Lake. None of it would even come close. Yeah. And it's got to be Cole. Cole. There has to be Cole goals. 3-0 win. Something like that. Yeah. It's... I want it for him. Like I want it for Cole not Bassett. just us, but I know that Cole Bassett hates Real Salt Lake as much as we do. Like, and that's what makes Cole Bassett goals versus RSL so much sweeter than a Cole Bassett goal against anyone else. Is that I know the hate that flows <laughs> through his boot uh-huh. into the ball and poisons their goal with Rapids hate and I just I nothing would uh would make me smile more than seeing Cole turn to that the dark side and put that ball in that. I that's the one thing I want to say. I want to see Ollie Seb and Cole all start and all I'm gonna go Colorado kids <sighs> against the evil, evil Utah people. Love it. Look, it's not just the last game of the season, it is the last C thirty eight tailgate of the season. You are wearing your C thirty eight hoodie there. Um, Shout out we love we love those guys over at C38. You will see us hanging out there pregame. And look, this team has scored in every game. They've been competitive. Just a couple wins, nothing crazy, right? But ending this would be considering the depths of spirit of this team, right? Like how low this fan base was, this club was. At points this season. Not there now. Definitely definitely has gone up, right? Yeah. But where it could end with a win over fake Salt Lake at home is just. Let's have some fun. Right? Like, let's have some That's fun. Great. Go to DN, uh, coloradorapids.com slash DNVR. Five bucks off your tickets for this weekend. Yep. Grab a ticket. Support the boys. It's not their fault. Well, 
debatable. But they're the ones that can win this game. They're the ones that can end this season on a high note. So go out, be loud, have fun, and maybe we get the Colorado boys scoring goals for us. That's all I want. I want all three Colorado boys just to go out That'd there be awesome. and beat the evil Utah people. Evil. <laughs> oh. uh, also, before the show, Yaya said that Burger King is the best fast food place, and that's insane. No, uh, Dwayne, that's not what here. I said. I said they have the best fast food burger. For no more weird Yaya takes, uh, go ahead, Dwayne, plug us out here. Right, Yaya takes. <laughs> I'm walking off stage. <laughs> hey, friends, if you like ridiculous fast food takes, you might like. At DMVR underscore Rapids on the Twitters. Oh, geez, that was so funny. From there, you can find each of our individual <laughs> accounts, and then you can tag Yaya on all of his really weird, strange fast food takes. My state takes are good. My food takes are all right. I don't know. Uh, look, Yaya, I respect you and love you as a human being and friend and analyst. But Burger King dog, come on. That's why I said my food takes are okay. My state takes are are right. Colorado, Utah. Colorado, everybody else. Correct. That is correct. Okay. Any other plugs you'd like to do besides for the uh, state of Colorado? Five star review wherever you heard on a <laughs> Apple on our podcast platform. We do have a podcast, guys. It's really fun. There's the live show that goes with it. But go follow us on our podcast, five star reviews wherever you hear us. We'd really appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter too. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to have Mitch tweet out all our uh, personal accounts today yes. so he can find us all and um, just tell us how stupid we are, how fun we are, how nice we are. I appreciate all of it. There's just a, tell me how nice I am. I don't want to hear the rest of this I stuff. also do have an account out there that's called <laughs> Yaya's Muted Mic, so so go follow that. That's fun. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. You, you don't know about this? No. Okay. We'll talk about it. It's funny. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, yeah. Get your diehard <laughs> membership. Um, buy your merch. Stock up. I got a ton of Nuggets gear, ton of Avs gear in. Get stocked up for the upcoming seasons. Um, I have buff stuff. I have new Rams, officially licensed Colorado State gear, in-house today, shipping out today. Um, so go ahead and order that. Uh, and more important than any of that, the most important thing we say and for the last time this season, unfortunately, up the pids.